everybody. Eric Bischoff here. And have you heard about Strictly Business? Strictly Business is a brand new weekly series exclusively on adfreeshows.com. Join me and my co-host, John Alba, every Tuesday as we take a deep dive into the business of the professional wrestling business. And this is some straight-up business talk here. No fanboy nonsense. We discuss television contracts, advertising, licensing, and, of course, the highly debated ratings. So if you want an unfiltered, brutally honest, anti-fanboy understanding of the professional wrestling industry, well, Strictly Business is the series for you. And, hey, if Elon Musk likes my tweets, and he did, you're going to love Strictly Business. Sign up now. And listen at adfreeshows.com. Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's Last Match, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast Weekend in Nashville, bringing wrestling companies together for one of the most unique cards ever assembled. Main evented by Ric Flair's Last Match. Tickets are on sale right now at rickflairslastmatch.com. And you can catch the show live streaming on pay-per-view and Fight TV for only $34.99. Ric Flair's Last Match. Walk in that aisle one more time for the last time. StarCast is presented in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers. By Lenny Bakken, certified financial planner. And by Powerbomb Pizza. Pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza, powered by Kitsch Data. Get the house you want with the payment you want at BuyWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing Victory Road from 15 years ago. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing great, man. We were just laughing beforehand. I'm wearing your broken freaking neck t-shirt. <laughs> it's red, but I might be just as red as as the shirt. Uh, you look as red as the shirt. You look like I, a lobster. <laughs> I do. I took a I took a week off, little vacation, Independence Day. Didn't record any podcasts, and uh, but man, I got burnt. But uh, hey, it's good to see you, man. Last time we were on here, we had the Adam Cole interview, which it looks like everybody enjoyed. How much fun was he? Oh, Adam Cole was great. He, he was so uh, told incredible stories about his career. Uh, very articulate. I loved having him on our show. Definitely. Yeah, that's right. Another, another, uh, guy from Pennsylvania and we got a lot of great feedback there, 
But I want to talk a little bit about you before we jump in, because, man, I see you. You're at the Minions movie with your kids. Then <laughs> I see you throwing out the first pitch for the Altoona Curve. How are those brand new knees holding up, buddy? <laughs> well, the, the first pitch didn't didn't work out very well. I almost fell on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> it was all arm. And then my, I kind of fell off balance and almost fell down. Oh, no. And that told me right there that I should not be doing any appearances for a little while. So I kind of pushed off my appearances till the end of July, and then I'll start back up again. Gotcha, man. I don't know how you're doing it, dude. You uh, Just like in wrestling, the machine, you're wrestling in real life hey, with this whole I'm, thing. I'm rehabbing the shit out of them. I really am. I, I might be over rehabbing them, but I want to get them ready. And a little peek behind the curtain. I know you had a rehab session, what, right before we jumped on here and you're headed to a doctor's appointment right after we hit the end button. So <laughs> yes, I had my rehab for my knees right before this. And right after this, I go to my knee doctor to get a checkup. All right. Well, listen, we're still all cheering for you. We hope that everything's going well and we don't want anything, whether it's you tumbling around, you know, the pitcher's mount or whatever, hurting your recovery. So take care of yourself, dude. I will. I will definitely try, Paul. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, let's get into it this week, man. We've had some fun shows. I mentioned Adam Cole, Ronda Rousey. We talked about you becoming King of the Ring you, and you beating uh, Hulk Hogan, which was big time. He tapped out. But we're going to jump back into some TNA this week, like you said at the top of the show. We're going Victory Road 2007. You are now the TNA World Champion coming out of Slammiversary. And you've talked about it before. This was a big deal. But talk to us again a little bit here as we set the stage. What did it really mean to you, Kurt, being TNA World Heavyweight Champion at this time? Well, it meant a lot to me because, you know, when you're a part of any promotion, you want to be the world champion of it. That means you're the name and face of it at that particular time, and you're carrying the load. So I like that responsibility. I want that on my shoulders. Yeah. And Hey, listen, all the pressure is on you, right? They're the, they're the smaller company trying to compete in the wrestling space, but you're the type of guy, dude. And I've come to know you embrace pressure and you love it. <laughs> I do love it. I've been good with pressure ever since I started wrestling. Uh, and you know, with uh, TNA, uh, I just wanted to, I knew that I was carrying the load of the company on my shoulders and I'm cool with that. Uh, you put me in any situation with pressure, I'm going to come out on top. <laughs> It's true. Oh, it's damn it's true. It's damn true. That's what he does, man. Uh, what else? Anything else changed for you, though, once you become the champion? So we know the pressure. You're carrying the gold. You're obviously the face of the company at this point. Anything else changed for you at this point with TNA? No, no. My role was always the same. Ever since I signed with the company, it was about making other talent. And especially as a, a heel champion, you know, you give the baby face most of the match, make them look great, and then you cheat and win, you both get over. The babyface gets over, and so does the heel champion. So I was cool as being a heel champion. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, let's get into it. We're going to start. It's June 21st episode of Impact. And uh, from The Observer, it says, Jim Cornette opened the show doing a promo. He calls out Jay Lethal, Angle, and Team 3D. Man, what a studded, star-studded lineup that is. And he's announcing the Victory Road main event. After everyone else has left, Angle and Cornette got into an argument. Angle is back as heel as he did a list of the people uh, to thank for his winning the world title. And instead, uh, he only kept thanking himself. <laughs> what I like about TNA, this is Meltzer, is that Angle goes from face to heel every week without even an angle turning him. And he and Joe go from being friends to being bitter enemies and from saving each other to jumping each other. 
So Meltzer's kind of poking fun here at how quickly things change all the time in TNA. But Kurt, we got the clip. We can see all this for ourselves. Let's check it out this week firsthand. Let's check it out. Yes. Yeah, I have a question, uh, Mr. Cornell. With all due respect, would you get your head out of your? Uh oh. I mean, do you not realize what I did this past Sunday at Slammiversary? I mean, where, where's the fireworks? Where's the red carpet? Where's the celebration? I am the new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. The undisputed TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And you want to just roll in the victory roll without putting me up on the pedestal? Come on. No, 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 wait a minute. If I were Sting, if I were Sting... You know what you would do? You would have a post-Oscar party by now. There'd be champagne balloons falling from the ceiling. You have no idea what you're doing, Cornette. Get out of here. I have a few people to thank. What? You heard me. A few people to thank, he said. I see that. Pulling the piece of paper out. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have a few people to thank. Not much respect from the crowd here at the Impact Zone. First of all, I would like to thank myself for making tonight possible. Okay, that's first individual. I'd like to thank himself. He earned it. Also, I would like to thank myself for, for doing everything that I said I was going to do. Okay, he just thought it thank himself. Two for two. And, and on top of that, I would like to thank myself for putting TNA on the map. I figured we were headed in that direction. And I'd like to thank myself for being the greatest wrestler in this company, if not the whole entire world. I just remember all those people. And as far as your support, keep it, please. You people blow like the wind. One minute you love me, the next minute you hate me. Well, do us all a favor. Hate me, please. Because that's exactly how I feel about each and every one of you. Because when I needed your support, all I ever heard is, Joe's gonna kill you. Listen to you people. You people are a bunch of morons. Just like Samoa Joe, who believes his own hype. Hold on. One last, one last person I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank the good Lord for giving you people a role model to look up to. Which is me. And to give you people someone to live your dreams and aspirations through, which again, is me. Oh, and... It's real. It's damn real. Thank you. This episode is being brought to you by Zen nicotine pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen nicotine pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. That's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life where I needed to make a change. 
like trying to be healthier or spending less time at work. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. And a lot of smokers and dippers out there can probably relate. Zen understands there isn't just one quote unquote right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there with you with the right strength, with the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen nicotine pouches at ZYN.com. That's Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Oh, my God, Kurt. I think you wrote that whole promo yourself. You needed no help. I believe I did. I was a heat missile that night. <laughs> I mean, it was just the easiest thing you've ever. Have you ever kind of reread that promo in front of your wife or anything? I mean, this is just I would love her to see that. That was so good, though. It was the, the crowd got ratcheted up. I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I love watching your reaction. Watch it back, too. That's always my favorite. So. <laughs> But listen, so I cracked myself up, Paul. You do. You're 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 your own biggest fan watching yourself back. I love it. So listen, at this time though, we had Jay Lethal. He's the X Division champion. What did you think of Jay? Not now, but what did you think of him back then at the time as the X Division champion? What were your thoughts? Oh, I thought he was so talented. I love the kid. Uh he was great in the ring. Uh he could cut a promo like anybody else, especially when he imitated Ric Flair. Oh. He was entertaining as hell. I absolutely love the kid. What did you think of the gimmick with all the titles being up for grabs in the match? What were your thoughts on that one? Well, obviously I loved it because I got all the titles, but <laughs> I would say this, you don't want to do that very often. Um, you know, putting the titles on on one person does not yeah. help the company by any no. means. And what if I go down with injury? What are you going to do? That's yeah. a really big responsibility that's on my shoulders to not get injured uh, because the, all the titles were on me at that particular time. Yeah, it would just be a, a tournament palooza. I mean, you would have tournaments <laughs> everywhere. Or, you know, if they book like they do now, there would be all kinds of interim heavyweight champions all <laughs> over the place. But, man, you're right. Plus, too, you want other guys to be able to have their shine and carrying those belts and things Definitely. like that, you know? So I, I get you there. And, and we've talked about this in the past. And, and you know, but here we are. We're, we're talking TNA again. And you're constantly going from babyface to heel. Did you ever just stop and go and say, can we just be consistent with my character here? <laughs> well, I think what they were doing is, like I said before, I was the top guy in the company, but I was more of a utility guy. So if they needed me to wrestle a baby face, I was a heel. If they needed me to wrestle a heel. I turned baby face. I was there where, wherever they needed me. That's where yeah. I went. I know, but man, that was such good shit. What you just cut there. They should have just strapped the title on you and made you heal for good. Turn and then you could forever. Have, yeah. I mean, then throw AJ, throw Samoa Joe, throw all those guys at you as the baby faces and you're the heel. 
Ah, so good. Well, let's move on with our story. It's June 28th Impact, and it features one of the better episodes of Impact because the whole show is a three-way match between you, Christian Cage, who, by the way, is still a heat magnet himself, and Rhino. Uh, And uh, it would be said in The Observer, this was the show that featured one match, what was the Kurt Angle versus Christian Cage versus Rhino TNA title match that went 42 minutes and 38 seconds of TV time. Actually, live in the had one hour, right? Yeah, actually, live in the building, it was between 35 and 40 minutes, though. Uh, Again, according to Dave, he said everyone who was there remarked it was the hottest crowd for a match in TNA history. Kurt says, I know, I was in it. (laughs) However, it was not mic'd very well. The thing that amazed me is that usually in a match that long, you start out slow and build. And this one, they started out fast, the crowd was animated. And it wasn't paced like a long match. And by looking at the crowd and hearing the chants, they stayed with it the entire time. If there were any bad-looking spots, they sure didn't make TV. Still, I couldn't go more than four stars because they, they did so much outside interference that it felt like a lengthy car crash as opposed to a match that built and peaked, although the crowd was hot for the near falls and everything they did. And all three guys were great. In the end, they did too much and too many angles that they didn't stand out and leave anything any, anything feeling impactful like a match of the year should. It's almost like even doing the one-match show. They had to get everyone on camera, and they did shoot angles, what would lead to Chris Harris versus Christian, which had already been teased the week prior, Sting and Abyss versus Tomko and AJ Styles, and Rhino versus James Storm, not to mention Angle versus Samoa Joe. Kurt, let's get into it, though. What do you remember of this match and all the stuff that went along with it? Oh, I love the match. The match was awesome from beginning to end. The only problem is we had too many run-ins. Meltzer's definitely right. Uh, We were trying to continue storylines, start storylines. Obviously, you know, at this point in time, we were a one-hour show. So we have to get as many talent in as possible. And this was the only way, especially having a match that lasted the whole hour. Well, we uh, have the clip, the last two and a half minutes or so of the match. But before I get there, I want to continue with the recap here from Meltzer. He said, before the match started, Joe attacked Angle and took him out of the ring. He rammed Angle's head into three walls before all the wrestlers came out to throw Joe out of the building. Considering all that, they really didn't play up the idea of Angle being in danger at the start, and they really just started out doing a hot match. Crowd was super hot from the start, as I said earlier. At one point, Angle had the ankle lock on both guys, but they pushed him off. Abyss was the next guy out, chasing Christian outside of the building. In the back, he put Christian's head into a cooler. Abyss, I mean, I wish I could put my head into a cooler right now. Abyss was destroying Christian to make it back to the ring. At this point, Rhino gored Angle through a vertical table. Christian was covering Angle after Rhino's moving. Yes, Christian never did any kind of long sell of his being pummeled by a monster, but Chris Harris showed up and pulled Christian out of the ring. Tomko and Styles attacked Harris. Then Sting showed up to help Harris, and they did a four-way brawl. Somewhere in here, they announced that the Eric Young match wasn't going to take place due to the length of this match. Tomko ended up bleeding heavy, and he wasn't even in the freaking match. Abyss came back to help out Sting against Tomko and Styles, so we had a world title match that had turned into a battle royal, according to Dave. They at least did announce it was no DQ. Rhino gave Angle an RKO, but Storm showed up and poured beer and then spit beer on Rhino's face, leading to Angle scoring a pin after the Olympic slam. Here's the commentary. Like so much with TNA, the wrestling was real good here. The crowd heat came up very good. 
but visually, based on how people were jumping up and down and based on what I'd heard, it was off the charts, but it was too busy. And they tried to do the number of angles for a regular show in the context of one match. And then the end, instead of particular thing, like the match getting over strong, it was the usual feeling after watching TNA that you'd seen a bunch. It wasn't bad, but nothing registered strongly. Kurt, let's at least, like I said, watch the ending. It's the last two minutes, 17 seconds of this match. It's going to victory road as the world champion. And one of these two will join Samoa Joe as his tag team partner, Billy to Billy, overhead release suplex. One, two, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. The war machine kicked out of that. We thought it was a miracle when Angle did it to Rhino, but now the war machine, he digs down deep. He will not allow himself to be beat. I mean, it's just got to be wearing on you mentally as you see Angle mostly him up. But look at this, Spinebuster. He creeps him and look at his back just full up. Look at that. Here's his chance, Mike. Angle in trouble. Rhino all his way. Two. Yes. No, just two again. Oh, Rhino, what has he got to do? He creamed him with that spine buster, but somehow, Kurt Angle on instinct only got that shoulder up in time. Rhino has to erase that from his mind. He's got to focus on the task at hand, but there it is. Angle connects with that ankle lock. Oh, this is it. He's got him right in the middle of the ring. You can see the pain on Rhino's face. He's got to try to keep from tapping out and look at the hand. He's so close. How much more can a man give? I mean, Don, think of what both of these incredible warriors have been through. Well past the 40-minute mark of this world's title match. And there's the ankle lock by Angle. Turn Angle's got it cinched. Get a look at this. He turns over on his back and uses his feet to kick out. And Turn Angle's so tired, he couldn't hold on. There he goes. Tossed by Rhino. Powered right down to the mat. Belly to belly by the war machine on Angle. Is he going to go for the gore? He's setting up. And hey, wait a minute. Cowboy Jake Storm pouring the beer. Pouring the beer on. Oh, and he spits it in his face. Oh, my God. Angle's going to take him out. Olympic slam. Here's the cover. No. No. Three no. count. Angle has won it. Angle keeps the title. Kurt, there it is. I, I reread the synopsis there for you before we, we watched it. What are your thoughts? Was it all just too much after kind of hearing what Dave had to say? Yeah, it was definitely too much. I think we had too many people involved in that match. Thank God it was a DQ, no DQ match. I yeah, mean, that did definitely help. But I mean, you know, the referee, he could see the beer being uh, shot into uh, uh, Rhino's face from James Storm. Uh, it was just, it was way too much. I, I think that we would have done a lot better if we just had a straight up triple threat match. And uh, this match, especially the way we had it planned out would have been fire. It would have been a five-star match without a doubt with, with no interference. It would have been. Listen, even though we watched just what two, two minutes, 17 seconds there. Every time I see you uh, with Rhino, it just reminds me, you guys just had great chemistry together in the ring. We did. Rhino was incredible. I loved wrestling him because he was so intense. Yes. And he was and really physical, and I love that. Same two things that you brought to the table, and when those styles come together, they didn't clash. They meshed, and it worked. Yes, you too. You're absolutely right, Paul. 
Kurt, did you know that including the both of us, more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness? There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. Keeps offers a simple, affordable, and stress-free way to keep your hair. It may say how, Paul. Well, they have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Plus, they offer 24-7 care support. Keeps has a network of expert medical advisors, prescribers, and care specialists to support you in making your hair goals a reality. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And... The treatments are low cost. They start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers a generic version of the two FDA approved medications to prevent hair loss. That's right. Prevention is key. You don't want to look like Kurt and I now and start Keeps. No, you want to prevent it up front. The treatment plans are affordable, typically half the cost of pharmacy prices, and they have everything your hair needs delivered straight to your door. And it's discreet packaging. The neighbor isn't going to look at you and say, Finally, they're doing something about it. No, they have no idea what's in the package. So you're good. Remember, prevention is key, and it does take four to six months to see results. So act fast, but be patient. It will happen. When it comes to your hair, save more and spend less. So if you're not a fan of rocking the bald look like Kurt and I, Make sure you do everything you can to hold on to what you have and take action now to prevent hair loss. Go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Kurt to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Kurt to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Kurt. And trust us, you won't regret it. You won't. There you go. Well, Kurt, listen, from here, you head to Japan, and the Observer said, Kurt Angle became both a TNA and IWGP heavyweight champion, scoring a rare majority championship double, sort of. The IWGP championship that Angle won on June 29th and beating Brock Lesnar in Lesnar's first pro wrestling match in more than a year was not the New Japan version but it was the same physical belt that listed every champion dating back to Hulk Hogan in 1983. Of course, from an official standpoint, Lesnar was stripped of the IWGP title on May 17th of 06 when he failed to show up, and this was due to a money dispute. He was getting his pay cut. For the match where he was going to be asked to lose his title to Tanahashi on a show in Sapporo, I believe that's how you pronounce it, Lesnar never returned the title belt. The Lesnar versus Angle match for the IWGP title was announced several weeks ago in Japan. Remember, this is as Dave writes this, but nobody took it seriously. Lesnar had said he had retired, and after his MMA debut on June 2nd at the Los Angeles Coliseum, acted as if he wasn't going to do the match. However, Antonio Inoki did produce a contract signed by Lesnar for the match and showed it to the Japanese press. The debut of the new Inoki uh, Federation at Tokyo Sumo Hall was the routine Inoki mess of mixing MMA fighters and pro wrestlers. While Angle versus Lesnar was announced for a few weeks back, nobody took it seriously until a few days before the show when Lesnar arrived in Tokyo holding the old physical IWGP title belt. Lesnar agreed to put Angle over, which was one of the reasons Angle was willing to leave New Japan, where he was in line for a big push to do this show. Lesnar felt that fans knew the difference between pro wrestling and MMA, so there's no real harm in losing the match. Plus, he was offered 
a great payday. Seems to make all the difference in the world. Angle also played a major part in convincing Lesnar to lose his first pro wrestling match since 2004 when he left the WWE as he had never lost in Japan. Angle told him they could do the match this way and then in the post-match build for an MMA match in Japan, which could be a huge payday for both of them. Okay, so there's so much going on into this. I don't know how up-to-date or up-to-speed you were on all this. Let's start with, let's talk about your relationship with Brock and then maybe talk through some of this stuff that, that Dave Meltzer uh, mentioned here. Well, Brock and I were keeping in touch with each other ever since he left WWE. Not a lot, but here, here and there, you know, text messages. And out of the blue, Brock texted me and said, hey, I need you to come over to Japan and beat me for the IWGP title. I don't want to lose to anyone over there. And I don't like the way they do business. And uh, so Brock didn't want to lose to anybody over there, but he was willing to lose to me. That's all I knew about it. I didn't even know that New Japan was interested in me. Uh New Japan didn't come calling until after I did the match with Brock. And uh, I don't know what Anoki and New Japan, what kind of deal they they, um, put together for me to come over to New Japan. And I started doing matches in New Japan after I wrestled Brock. Do you remember any of what Meltzer was saying here that Angle told Brock they could do the match this way and then the post-match you'd build for an MMA <laughs> okay. match in Japan? What happened was right when we were done with the match, Brock came to me and said, listen, I want to get another payday because it's awesome. <laughs> he said, tell them at the press conference that you want to give me a rematch for the world title and we would do an MMA-style match. He said, they'll love it. They'll eat it up and we'll both make a bunch of money. So that's what I said at the, at the press conference. But it never came to fruition. Yeah, it never happened there. All right. Well, Meltzer goes on. He said, the match started with Angle hitting a suplex, but they brought outside and inside the ring. Lesnar pounded Angle in the corner and tried the verdict, which his old F5, and he used that name as a dig at WWE since he won the verdict, so to speak, in an out-of-court settlement in their court case when they attempted to prevent him from doing pro wrestling or MMA until 2010. This was based on a clause he actually did sign when he got his 04 release early into a seven-year, $1 million downside WWE contract. But Angle escaped the move. Lesnar did a few suplexes and put on a guillotine. Angle came back and tried the Olympic slam, but Lesnar kept punching. They traded elbows. Angle reversed a power slam into an ankle lock, but Lesnar once again escaped. Angle then hit two German suplexes, but Lesnar escaped from the attempt at another Olympic slam. As Lesnar went for the ankle lock, uh, as Lesnar tried to do the verdict, Angle reversed it into a DDT. Angle went in for the ankle lock, but Lesnar escaped one more time. Lesnar would hit a German suplex, but Angle came back with an Olympic slam and once again put on the ankle lock. Lesnar turned the move into a pinning combination for a near fall. Lesnar then finally hit the verdict and then went for the ankle lock on Angle. Angle sold like he was about to tap, but reversed it into an ankle lock of his own, and Lesnar tapped out. To Kurt freaking angle. I added that whole in part there. <laughs> the live reports we got where the fans in the building were raving about the match and newspaper reports called it an excellent match. Officially Lesnar tapped in 10 minutes, 36 seconds to the ankle lock. Lesnar then handed the IWGP title bout, which was advertised as being at stake to Kurt angle. There have been threats that new Japan would file suit since the name IWGP heavyweight title would be its intellectual property, and they have current champion Yuji Nagata. Ironically, before Inoki lured Angle away, New Japan was building up to a Nagata versus Angle program. 
So let's take a look at the end of this match. We have uh, about a minute and 18 of you defeating Brock Lesnar in Japan. This is good shit. I want to hear. He's tapping, baby. That was quick. Yeah, this is the very end. quick i want to remind everybody and listen up wrestling fans it's time to win with zen get to wrestlingprizes.com right now to register for your chance to win one of four once in a lifetime digital q a sessions with wrestling legends like the nature boy himself rick flair eric bischoff the wwe hall of famer maybe the voice of wrestling jim ross or what about the hardcore legend mick foley winners will also get an autographed replica title belt and a prize pack from zen that's America's number one nicotine pouch. Register once per day now through July 15th at wrestlingprizes.com. Here's a disclaimer for you. There's no purchase necessary to enter or win. It's open to us residents, 21 and over void where prohibited for official rules. Visit wrestlingprizes.com. warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Dude, this is, this is a cool night though, man. This is some, one of those nights you remember, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. This was priceless. Uh, this is one of my favorite moments in my career, to be honest with you, Megan Brock Lesser tap out in Japan. Uh, the crowd was incredible. Uh, they absolutely loved the match. Even though we just watched very short time and I apologize. I know, uh, you know, a lot of us don't understand what they were saying there as far as calling the action, but it just felt big time. It felt like a big time event and it is, it's you and Brock Lesnar and I, I want to ask you, what was different about working with Brock here versus working with Brock in WWE? Or was there really no difference? Was there a different style or? Well, what, what I felt, it was just a feeling from Brock is he, even though he performed incredibly well, he, we had an awesome match. He wasn't into it. He wasn't as passionate about it as he was in WWE. I think it's because he already knew his MMA career started and that's where he was headed. So his mind was there. Yeah, I'm sure. And that, I'm sure as a wrestler, it's always, you easy can't blame to, him for that. Yeah. But I'm sure as a wrestler, it's always easy to kind of feel that and figure that out as you're working with someone. Yeah. Were you ever booked? You talked about this to go to new Japan at this time, or was it all just through Anoki? It was through Anoki. Uh, actually Brock contacted me yeah. and then, you know, once we started talking, Anoki contacted TNA, I had nothing to do with it. So Anoki contacted Dixie Carter and set it up. And uh, the TNA got paid for it. I want to tell you this. 
I had such a high guarantee in TNA. And even though I was wrestling full time for them, I wasn't able to, uh, they were telling me that I wasn't able to work off my guarantee. I didn't have enough dates. So then they were booking me over to new Japan and they were doing it consistently and they were making about 50 grand a match and I wasn't getting paid for it. TNA was. And after a couple of years, I said, listen, I I'm traveling so much. I'm doing yeah. TNA full time, going to new Japan two, three, four times a year. Uh, this is way too much. You, you got to cut this. You got to stop this. And eventually they did stop it because I just didn't want to go through this anymore. Especially if they weren't giving you a kicker or sweetener for all no, the travel. No, they got the money. They kept the money. Oh, that's <laughs> some kind of bullshit. I, I know. Mean, don't get me wrong. What they were paying me in TNA was. I'm sure it was good, but still, this is a little above and beyond what anybody else they're paying in TNA is doing. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so come on now. That's a lot of miles, a lot of time, a lot of time away from the family that probably wasn't spelled out when you first signed that contract either. No, no, it wasn't, but so, uh, you like have, I you said, have a leg to stand on for it. You know, I know I, you're in, I was happy time. with the money I was making. I know. I'm sure it was good. Well, whatever <laughs> I, I could help. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from though, that you, where you do have a, the ability and should have said, Hey, enough's enough here. I, I've, I've done it enough time. So I get it. I was, I was going over there quite a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, Meltzer goes on and he says angle held up both the IWGP and TNA belts after the match during the final ceremony with all the wrestlers on the show, Lesnar shook hands with angle angle also shook hands with MMA stars, Kevin Randleman, who by the way, was suspended, uh, from the MMA world due to apparently falsifying a drug test in Nevada at the first pride show in the U S uh, Coleman Barnett Ogawa. So you were, they were all there. Angle then said he wanted to give Lesnar a rematch under MMA rules, which you and I discussed angle said that since he's now 38 years old, he doesn't have a lot of time left to do MMA. So once the match as soon as possible, Angle talked about having won more different world titles than anyone, having held the WWE and WCW belts, along with the current IWGP and TNA titles. While Angle talked about returning to defend both titles, no return date was announced, and nobody had any indication if there would or wouldn't be a second show. Antonio Inoki has only said the second show would be in the fall and that they would not be returning the physical IWGP belt that Angle brought back to the U.S. with him to New Japan, saying the belt is now representative of their world title so you mentioned that the match actually never happened and uh we, we know that obviously it's all history was there serious talk at all though for you and brock in mma uh there was i mean like i said before they they were talking about it but you know they never really contacted me and said hey we we're definitely going to do this we set a date so you know it just kind of fizzled out it, it was an idea that was brought up and it just never came never went anywhere you. there you yeah. go well listen I want to talk right now about car shield. They make it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters, Kurt car shield is the number one auto protection company in the U S and offers protection plans for about a hundred bucks a month. The plan covers more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed when you need a repair. You choose the mechanic and car shields administrators handle the rest. It's that easy. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road plans through car shield also include coast to coast roadside assistance. Car shield administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra car 
uh, no extra cost too. So get car uh, coverage today and you'll lock in your low price now and it will never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising costs of parts and repairs for your vehicle. And my goodness, are parts on the rise right now. This is the time to take advantage of it. So CarShield will protect your wallet from expensive car repairs, and they can do the same for you. They've done it for me. Go to carshield.com slash angle to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash angle. A deductible may apply. Well, Kurt, we move on. We're back to impact and it's the July 5th episode. And the observer said, Kurt Angle came out with the IWGP and TNA belts. He's holding them both. Now they, now that they did it since they were debating whether to, I thought the segment came out off better without angle was in a suit and tie, but he can't pull it off and be as cool as Ric Flair used to be. Okay. This is Dave Meltzer. So if you want to go <laughs> beat know. the shit out of him, he said, TNA stood for total nonstop angle. And he mentioned beating Brock Lesnar. Team 3D came out. It wound up with 3D attacking Angle and Ray telling Devon to get the tables. He did, but Joe made the save and ran both members of 3D off. Then Angle used the Olympic Slam, putting Joe through a table to end the show. It just feels like everything Angle and Joe do with each other is something they just did a month or two ago. Here we go in our next clip. It's the Kurt Angle promo. Let's check it out. It's Kurt Angle, Champion of Champions Night. Now, I've done tremendous things here in TNA, which stands for Total Nonstop Angle. Nonstop Angle. And everyone knows that Kurt Angle put TNA on the map. Not Jeff Jarrett, not Sting. Not Abyss, not Christian Cage. Since I came here, since Kurt Angle came here, TNA has had its highest TV ratings ever, and their pay-per-view buys have skyrocketed to a record high. Thank you. I mean, he's a big contributor of that, no doubt. Now let's take Fat Man and Bobbin, for example. They were out here earlier. That's Team 3D. Now listen to this. After Victory Road, after Victory Road, they will have the opportunity to tell their children that they were in the ring with Kurt Angle. I mean, that is deep. I mean, that is deep. Of course, they're going to get beaten, humiliated, but that's beside the point. The point is, they will be in the ring with greatness. Blah, 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 blah. Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist from Atlanta in 1996. You're obviously Brother Ray, who won a hot dog eating contest with Tony Allen in 1996. You're an idiot. I have two words for you. You suck. Well, Kurt, if I suck, then you blow. Take that first shot, 
but he just got decked by brother Devon. Devon! Get the table! First of all, you guys look like you were sweating Crisco. I mean, did you notice? <laughs> I mean, it had to be it hot out there. The impact zone, especially with that suit on. I wasn't used to wearing a suit. <laughs> Let's talk about that while we're here, because uh, Meltzer mentioned it. You rocking the suit? Was this your idea? Hey, I'm 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 you know TNA champ. I'm IWGP yeah, champ. Yeah, I'm going to present myself. I wanted to look sharp. Uh, you yeah. know, I was doing the Olympic hero gimmick for so long, wearing sweats every week. I wanted to do something different because I was a two, two-time world champion, IWGP, a TNA world yeah. champion. And I wanted to do something where I looked sharp like a champion. And I, I thought wearing a suit would be the right choice. I wasn't trying to be like Ric Flair, even <laughs> though it's not a bad thing to do. Right. <laughs> you know, Rick has had a lot of success wearing the suits. But I just wanted to do it because I was a champion. And not only that, he's not the only one that does the suits. I mean, there's guys now that still do it. Nick Aldis wears them. Cody wears them. So it's just part of the look when you got the gold. Maybe they got it from Ric Flair, though. Well, there you go. (laughs) You know, so it's all good. It's you evolving your character a little bit. Like you said, you got the gold. So we have Joe. He ends up winning the X Division title from Jay Lethal and now will be your tag team partner. But as is pointed out, a lot of this seems redundant between you and Joe. It, it is what it is. Would it have been better off keeping you two away from each other, though, for a little bit at this point? I mean, yes, but I think in the long term, because I was going to win all the titles and obviously the couple from Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think that we had to continue on. I just think we did too much. Well, let's move along the storyline, and that's July 12th impact. So for those following along from 2007, the main event was Team 3D and Angle and Joe over Christian and Tomko and AJ and Bobby Roode. Dave said it was a good match, 12 minutes, 11 seconds. They built to a series of guys hitting their finishes and saves. Joe had Styles up for a Death Valley driver when Angle, who had tagged Joe, then gave Joe a chop block. Joe dropped Styles and Angle pinned him. Basically, they set up the idea that Angle and Joe just can't work together in the pay-per-view match. So let's dig into Team 3D a little bit. Are you excited to be working with Team 3D? You got a lot of top top guys in this match. Uh, Talk about Team 3D. You got Bubba and Devon. Oh, you know what? They're two of the best tag team partners of all time. Yeah. Team 3D. Uh, And it's not just the gimmick of the tables. They're incredible wrestlers and uh, great performers. So I was really excited about working with them. Yeah, but hey, we're talking about tables and all, and now your body is now going to be starting to be, you know, punished with with tables and this and that. <laughs> are you are you how are you feeling about that? Well, you know what, the tables aren't so bad. Uh, they could be worse. 
the tables on the floor are pretty bad because you're getting the table and then the floor. Yeah. And then the ring there, you know, the ring gives a little bit. So when you hit the table, it springs and then you hit the ring and it springs. So, uh, there's not a lot of, you know, it's not, not a really hard bump. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, listen, I want to pause right here and tell you something that I'm super passionate about, and that's protecting your family. Kurt and I both are passionate about this. And this is a life insurance ad for GoliathLife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. Unfortunately, at some point, we're all going to pass away. Now, as you let that reality sink in, Think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you pick your price, you start the online application, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you almost immediately. I know because I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations that make you feel uncomfortable GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands, on your time, and you can get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? SaveWithConrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Well, Kurt, we're here. It's TNA Victory Road on July 15th from the Impact Zone in Orlando, and we're going to have some skit time with Kurt Angle, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to check it out. This is a longer clip, but uh, I think we're going to have some fun with it. Let's take a look, Kurt. Let's do it. Looking for here. You're walking around like a man on a mission. What's going on? Look at these eyes. Do I look like a man on a mission? You're damn right. I'm the world heavyweight champion, and I'm not going to lose tonight in a three-on-one match. I'm going to find me some backup. Some backup? Hello? In the Hello? Women's, women's bathroom, Kurt? You're going to find me? I know that, you moron. Get out of my way. Hello? Hello? Hey, hey! Hey, Mr. Goldmillis! Oh, man, it's been a while. Yeah, good, good. Hey, mm. I want to give you an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. How would you like to watch my back tonight, my match? Mmm, well, wash your bed. That's a little no, no, gun. No, you idiot! Watch my back. Watch my back. I need physical help. Now I got to eat good things, but no thanks, huh? Gonna wanna yeah, do the little do. You know what? Let me ask you something. I bet you would really like to know what it feels like to be TNA champion, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Think about it all the time. Yeah, think and think, huh? Put this here on your right shoulder. Whoa. There you go. What's going on here, here JP? The IWGP championship. Huh? Does that feel good or what? This is a little little weird. Yeah, it is. Look at that. This does feel good. Damn, that looks good. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what looks better. Yeah, what? Hey, come on! Oh, you stupid oh, son of a... You 
for the Ebola virus epidemic in Kenya, and uh, I was wondering if you had anything to donate. And, and, and you know what, JB? As low as uh, 50 cents can save a child, Kurt. The what? The Ebola? The Ebola virus epidemic in Kenya. Kurt, you know of it? You know what? You need to stop worrying about war and causes and start worrying about Kurt Angle. Don't, don't smile at me. <laughs> stop smiling! But I love you, Kurt. Shut up! I'll tell you what. I wasn't in TNA, there would be no TNA. And therefore, you wouldn't have a job. So you need to worry about my cause. Kurt, uh, the old Sanjay would have taken that as a, as a threat of violence, but I, I love you, Kurt, and I love JB. You say you love me? And, and you know what? I, I'm about unity. I think you do. I, I, I love you, Kurt. I'm about unity. All the problems that you've been having with Joe and three, the Team 3D, put to the side. It's about love and understanding. Loving your fellow man. Kurt? Donation? Ebola virus epidemic? You want a donation? Yes, please. Can I see this? Sure, go ahead. Let's see. his ego. Wait a minute. Kurt Angle has come across Martyr and Havoc, two members of Serotonin. I need you guys to back me up in my match tonight. What about it? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny, huh? Yeah. I think it's funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Let me, let me just set this now. I'm going to hang out with you guys, you know? <laughs> again, just looking for some kind of backup. And again, they refuse it every time. He thinks that will learn to just say yes, just to keep from getting the beat down as Kurt Angle just creeps havoc and martyr. That was entertainment personified, brother. 
I'm such an idiot, <laughs> but a fun idiot. You know, the only thing that made me cringe because I'm a belt nerd was those titles hitting the floors constantly in the bathroom oh, and the locker. The I'm, like, yeah. I'm like the beautiful belts. No, but Kurt, you're so good, man. When every time you hit dot, it was just so fun. And, uh, I think that was just all again, you know, uh, Somebody said, well, what's, what do you think the point of, of all that? Well, the point was it was freaking hilarious. It was entertaining <laughs> and it added to the show. So there you go. We're going to jump into the ending of Victory Road. It's the main event. This is our last clip of the week. And then I'll read the synopsis and we'll uh, we'll ask a few fan questions and get out of here. Uh, so, Kurt, let's get into it. It's Victory Road, main event time. This one's two minutes long. Let's check out how this all ended for you. It's so incredible to watch. But like you said, when it's all said none, look who's standing in the ring. And look who's trying to get to their feet. Oh, but the give they pose took you longest. Joe and Angle cut a free possum. And both of them got him in the ankle lock. Yeah, just when Brother Ray said get the table, they were showboating. Angle and Joe pop up, and you're right. Mid-ring ankle locks up wide. Are they going to tap? And who's going to tap first if they do? I mean, think about it. Who can reach it in hard enough? Oh, this is unreal. Keep your eye on it. And both of look at this, though. Brother Ray spinning around and get Kurt Angle off of a Jones still got it sit. Oh! What a collision that was! And you see by Angle's reaction that he didn't need to do that! And look at there! It's the combination 3D! And they've got him! All they got to do is get the pin and Brother Devon! Devon, it's going to be World's Champ! One! Two! Oh, what in the world? Who is that? That's Rick Steiner! Rick Steiner just pulled the referee out of the ring and kept Devon from winning the World Championship! What else is new? You're right. <laughs> so uh, the Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle beat Team 3D in a match where the heavyweight title, the X Division title, and the tag titles were all in play with the person winning the fall, getting the belt and fall. And at the end of the match, you saw that the, they hit the 3D on you. But Rick Steiner pulls the ref out of the ring. Scott Steiner comes in and hit Ray with a pipe, and Joe went to pin him. But Angle would pull Joe off. Angle attacked Joe and then went for an Olympic slam on Ray. Joe gave Angle a chop block and then covered Ray for the three count. Meltzer gave it three and a half stars. So the story at the end of this is that Joe wins the right to pick his new championship tag team partner. What did you think about that idea? Did you like that? I mean, it was different. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's all I can say about it is, you, you know, Joe, especially Joe picking me, which is a huge surprise. Yeah. Uh, but, but I guess, you know, if I were in the same position, I would pick Joe too, because I consider him the top wrestler in the company besides me. 
How about the Steiners coming in? Was there too much Gaga interference? Oh, you know? definitely. Way too much Gaga. And TNA had the reputation of doing that. I mean, it happened almost every single week. It did. It did. So listen, we have a couple fan questions. We'll roll, th roll through those and then wrap up. Uh, we had whose idea was it to put all the titles on you? This came from our buddy, Instagram, a wrestling historian. So whose idea was that? That was the writers. They came up with that. And I thought it was a great idea, especially me winning all the time. Yeah. You're not going to argue with them, right? <laughs> yes. You're right. Hazard F fives up next. He said the lineage legitimacy of the IWGP belt that you beat Brock for was questionable at the time as Brock refused to go back and wrestle in Japan until they paid him for his prior appearance. So new Japan stripped him of the IWGP title, but he refused to send back the belt until he had been paid and used it in the IGF promotion as their world title until he dropped it to you. How much, if anything, did you know about that situation at the time? I didn't know anything about it. All I knew is Brock Lesnar wanted me to come over and beat him for the world title, and I was willing to do it. That's all I knew about it, to be honest. Yeah, so you had no clue all that backstory was going on. And, and by the way, as I talk about belts clanging, I want to throw a shout-out to Hazard F5. Follow him, check him out. He is the belt man. Did you keep in contact with Brock between the time he left WWE and that match? We, we were in touch every once in a while, maybe every four or five months, you know, we would text each other, check on each other. Brock and I were really tight in WWE, but you know, in the wrestling business, once you're done, you pretty much lose touch with everybody. I mean, they're your family while they're on the road, while you're in the business, but afterward it's really sad, but people just don't keep in touch. Not that much. Brad Stanton says any good Alex Shelley stories. No, but I loved him and Chris Saban as the Motor City Machine Guns. They were one of the best tag teams in Absolutely. history. They were incredible. Those guys put together great matches. They certainly did. We're going to see him at StarCast against the Wolves. Can't wait for that. Brian Haremza, Kurt, I know you have a doctor's appointment coming up here. We're going to get you out of here. When you won the IWGP title, when it came to title defenses, did you speak directly with New Japan or did TNA talk to them on your behalf? It was all TNA. I had nothing to do with it. Like I said before, TNA got paid for it. All I did was went over and won the title, and then I would defend the title in New Japan. Uh, what I'm not really sure about, and this is really weird, but I was wrestling with the IWGP title for New Japan after I beat Brock. So I don't understand because when I lost the title, and I believe it was to Tanahashi, uh, he became the IWGP champion. So I heard the title wasn't legit for New Japan. I thought I heard I thought you said before That's it was for Noki's company, but it yeah. actually was for New Japan. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And so we'll I'm dig into that more. That. Yeah, we'll dig into that more as we go because we're gonna as we start to go through your career, we're gonna talk about that loss okay. of that title, and we'll dig into some of that more. But Kurt, listen, this has been a fantastic review, of Victory Road. 2007. Thank you so much. More comedy. I love the skits. I love entertaining Kurt, but also digging into some of that new Japan and what you did with Brock there. That was a lot of fun as we went through the story next week, we're going to go in depth on your son. That's right. Jason Jordan, <laughs> the story with you being his daddy, how it all came together, your thoughts on that and more. I know you're looking forward to talking about Jason. Of course he's my son. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good. I can't wait. I'm sure there's going to be some great skits. We get to watch for that one. So we're looking forward to this. Hey, listen, I saw you named the champion for physicallyfit.com, buddy. You had a winner, a winner of the title. Yes, belt. Nicholas. Yeah, yep. he had a great video. You know what? We're going to probably show it next week on the Kurt Angle show. 
So I'll make sure that occurs, but congratulations to Nicholas and uh, Josh and Chance were the runner-ups. That's great. That's $500 worth of the crispy protein bites. And uh, and uh, Nicholas is getting the world title and the $500 That's worth awesome. of crispy protein bites. Support Kirk. Go to physicallyfit.com. Use Angle Pond for 20% off. And, uh, and man, I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. Also, check him out, KurtAnglebrand.com. That's where you can get your cameo videos, T-shirts, all that good stuff, the milk cartons. Uh, really appreciate all the support there. Wildcatbelts.com. Uh, two left. I confirmed with Andrew over there uh, this week at Wildcat. He said, still got two Kurt belts left. Paul, do you want another one for yourself? I said, Andrew, one's great for me. I love it. I love it dearly. But if I Come buy on, a second Paul, one, two is even better. I don't need to be neutered by my wife. But Kurt, if you want to gift it to me, I would certainly display it on the other side of my shoulder. And then finally, Saturday, August 27th, it's wrestling night at the park. He took off the rest of July so he can rest up for that big timber rattlers game where he's going to throw that next first pitch out. Right, Kurt? That's right. That's my next game. That's my first pitch of my next game. (laughs) I'm going to be there with you. We're going to do a podcast. Check out and Google Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Scroll down to schedules and promos. You'll see August 27th, those beautiful blue eyes, as Ronda Rousey says, and Kurt Angle's picture. You can get your tickets and join me and Kurt outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin there uh, for the baseball game. We're looking forward to it. On behalf of our Olympic gold medalists, hey, good luck at your doctor's appointment, buddy. Love you. That's Kurt Angle. I'm Paul Bromwell. We'll see you again right back here next week on The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.